0: I'm Hodge Gale, and since joining the Impact School, the biggest achievement that I've ach- I've had, or I would say the biggest outcome, it's the ability to hit my first 10k a month. And for me, the reason why that was so big for me is because I've been on my entrepreneurship journey for a little while now, and I've I've been that person that's YouTube stuff, Google stuff, read books, and I've always felt myself not going the way I wanted it to go. So the biggest thing when I had my first 10K a month was understanding that my wife and my children, which is why I've been doing this, is because you have to have a wife. And for me, seeing their faces, um, well, especially my wife, because all those times where I've been working long nights, working long hours, Doing things that she's mostly not aware of and doesn't understand but all more importantly especially in my community this whole coaching consultancy it's it's very unheard of where you see very few agents in here but for me it was a big rubber stamp of myself Do you know what i've done that i've achieved it and all those hard work is paid off so for me the biggest outcome was to hit my first 10k month and i couldn't have done that on my own with all due respect you need a team and support mechanism and that's what I got with Impact School was focus and accountability because you could learn all the strategies that you want but that doesn't mean effort if you're not going to implement it but have the support team that's going to push you to get you to where you want to get to and that's what I got from the Impact School.
1: That's awesome, Raj. Thank you so much as well for coming on Impact School podcast today. When I got that screenshot from Michaela that you had had your first 10K month as well. I had so much goosebumps all over me because I always see your reels pop up, the things that you're posting on Insta. And I know that you decided, okay, I'm going to make this happen for real right now. And so what you say about your family is really interesting. In fact, it kind of raises a point for me because I think people always want to know what are the elements to having these 10K months, 10K in profit? Like, how can I actually get there? What do I need to do? So it'll be really cool for you to share with the audience of Impact School Podcasts. What would, what what are those things like? What are the things that have made the biggest difference for you?
0: The biggest difference is, um, like I said, it's you could you could have all the strategies, you could have all the knowledge in the world, and I think this is the big thing that I was struggling with: procrastination. When you you want to build something that's so perfect for the customers that you want to serve, right? So when you try and build something you almost put yourself in a position where you're like, oh, it's not ready yet, or I'm not sure about this, or maybe this isn't done correctly. So all that happens is you're building up this, this false pretense of having this perfect product that when you hit the burn go, you're going to have an influx of all these clients and all these customers, when, when in reality, it's, it's not the case. Because what happened is when, when I was in that position, I found myself, well, I'm working all these hours. I'm trying to perfect stuff so in hindsight the thing that i was more worried about was the fear and the fear was stopping my commitment and the commitment for me was to build a legacy to build a business that's going to give me financial certainty time freedom and i'll tell you why that's so important to me it's because i've got four year old and i've got one year old and for me in this what they call the sponge years zero to seven i want to make memories and i don't want to be that father that's not there for them and can't take them on their school runs or take them on holiday and these little things. So for I think the biggest thing for me before was lack of focus, procrastination and fear of failure. So that's why I believe, I think many entrepreneurs or coaches or consultants go through the same problems.
1: That's really powerful as well because I think the confidence comes with this, the success. And before you've ever had any real tangible success, like you get in this mindset of always wanting to make things perfect so that it's going to be successful when really it's going to be successful if you do it, you get feedback from the market, you reiterate, and then you add that to what you're doing to make it actually something that people are going to want. Right? And I think yeah. you were such a, a great example of this, because the, the biggest thing I noticed about you, Hajj, when you came into Impact School is like you just did whatever we said. <laughs> So I, I'd love to know where that mindset came from, because that is one of the best things that we find for mm. clients who come into impact schools, probably the same with your clients too, because mm. people trust they're investing into your systems, your models, et cetera. And so then when we have people who just are like, okay, let's just go for it. Cause we know we've done this hundreds of times, right? We know it's gonna work. So
0: mm. how did you
1: come about having that type of mindset and what do you think has allowed you to be, I suppose, so quote unquote vulnerable to actually be coachable.
0: One thing that you haven't actually noticed about me and I haven't told you this in person. So on the 16th of June, 2020, um, this is when my entrepreneurial journey sort of kicked off. And the reason why I had to kick off in this way is because, um, for those that may know me that don't is I was a gambling addict and I had been for, 12 years, so since 2009 up until 16th of June 2020, I almost gambled away £250,000. So again, that's a quarter of a million pounds on this gambling addiction. So that left me vulnerable. And I remember my wife saying to me, if you're gonna be with me or we're gonna work, you need to get professional help. And that's the biggest thing where I allowed my vulnerability to help me because a lot of people, men and women, let their egos get the better of them, because ultimately think about it, when has ego ever served you? Never. so for me, it was when I learned that asking for help is a strength, not a weakness, and I think that's the problem with a lot of people is that they're struggling, they know they need to the help, they're uncertain about what needs to be done, and like they say, conversations cost nothing, and if you ask someone just for help, big things can change. so that's where I learned actually park your shit to one side, leave your ego at the door, and start thinking about the bigger picture. And that bigger picture is, why you even played in this in the first place? Because if you let your ego always get the better of you, you're always gonna hold yourself back, and you're never gonna push yourself forward in in towards success. So for me, ego was one of the things that kept holding me back. And then my CPT therapy, NLP, because I know you're a big, massive believer of mindset. And for me, that's a big thing as well, because a mindset, so this is what I believe, to go into business or to go into any sort of form of success whether you're an athlete whether you're a coach or consultant you have to have the right mi- mindset in place and that mindset comes through implementation and really not giving a damn about what it is that you need to do to get there but just head towards that direction and just take the steps I think people focus too much on the bigger picture then they get scared about that big leap to get in there when it's what I've learned from yourself and, and the team it's, it's the small steps. And those small steps lead to small wins and those small wins lead to massive like achievements. So for me, it's the vulnerability of my gambling addiction. And I've learned so much through that whole process, which I've taken into my business world. And I've used that as fuel to, fuel to push me forward. And that's where I realized that, don't let the ego get the best of you because it's never going to serve you.
1: Wow, <laughs> thank you so much for sharing that, Hodge, as well, because I can see As you say that, how that's ultimately influenced your entire business Hmm. and why you're so committed to what you do now and empowering other people to be successful in their own lives. Because you know what, I think it's really difficult, as you say, for people to open up when they are so often the one that others turn to for support and they're the one who people go to for help themselves. So sometimes actually reaching out and asking for help of your own, well, that's, that's, that's the cha- most challenging thing. Cause in that moment you have to disarm your ego, as you say. Right. And so I mean, how gosh. just, just coming back to this, I mean, I would love to ask if it's okay. And if you'd be open to sharing when you had that realization on the 16th of June, 2020, how did you make the decision that enough was enough with your gambling addiction? And, and it was time to finish that once and for all.
0: Um, First of all, um, this is why I I want to talk about this stuff because if you can't deal with the hard times, you're not going to deal with the good times. So, what I realised in that moment, and I talked about this, and I posted about this recently, is about pressure. See, I put myself under immense pressure. See, when when people when I was going through this gambling addiction, they would have seen hard as a turban wearing, life on the party, a people pleaser, you know perfect family got a wife got a child got a house on paper they would have seen this perfect sort of life but in the backbone of this what they wouldn't have seen is that there's a a toxic relationship with myself of gambling this you know the mental health aspect of this so this is why I'm I'm such a big massive advocate of mental health and and mindset because not only do you shoot yourself physically mentally I put myself through mental abuse which is not eating properly sleeping properly constant stress anxiety panic depression like it got so bad to a point it nearly cost my life and that's why whenever I look at this I realize there's a big purpose where my wife at that time in that moment could have left me I'll tell you why because it's the trust element that I think the fundamental foundation for any relationship is commonality and trust and when I made those choices in life before which weren't the right ones because I was chasing the jackpot not realizing the jackpot was sitting in front of me so when I got to that point when I broke that trust in my wife I realized that I messed up big time and for me. Understanding that where my wife was and what she's been doing to help me through this whole process That's allowed me to give me the fuel and I think for me is without her support mechanism and her actually now gearing me on and cheering me on I can remember my wife and, and my support family with my children and Whenever I'm have these bad days or I'm having even good days I just think about that because that's that's my anchor to why and the, the reasons I'm doing this so have something that's going to, what's that big thing in your life? What's that big thing that's holding you accountable? No matter on your good days, bad days, you can look upon and go, do you know what? If I don't get this sorted, things are going to go to a plan. And it's just going to go kaput. So for me at that time, was realizing that I could lose my family, my wife, my children, my home, everything that I loved for stupidity. Because I'm not making the right choices.
1: Wow. I'm covering goosebumps right now that is so powerful Hajj and I mean I think one of the really amazing things about each and every person that works with us at Impact School is like everyone has their own story and they use their story as fuel to empower other people and when yeah. you speak from a place of such openness it allows people to realize like yeah we are all human and people can relate to you in that sense too yeah. and you know I wanted to also ask you because you mentioned like and wow I mean your family sounds beautiful by the way um and I want to commend you as well for like being able to trust as well in the fact that this is this is ultimately what's the most important thing right because like yeah. you know it, it's kind of like the saying this is just what it reminds me of but it's like you can have a thousand wishes but if you don't have your health then you only have one and you know physical health mental health it all ties into one And so, well, yeah. Um, So I just wanted to go back to to something because you, of course, are helping people achieve ultimate success, however they see that fit, right? And this is your whole tagline, and I always see your content. And again, I really, I really love what you're all about. And I wanted to ask you, like, what does success actually mean to you? How would you define that?
0: Success is not what is the reality of success but success is being a person of value and worth so for me it's you could say i'm not the type of person that's going to be saying flaunting bloody wads of cash and lambo lifestyle and big houses it's never suited me maybe if it was pre my gambling days because the people pleasing and thinking that's what people want but when you actually look at what people want significance and significance comes from offering people value and worth because if you can give that you pay people in hearts not in cash so Mm. for me that's what i treat as success is helping people overcome their problems and really pinpointing what that is worth to them Mm. because a lot of times when you get down to the root it's not really money it's something else that's causing these pains for them and if you can get that money will come anyway but detach yourself on the money and be a person of worth and value and you're off you're off to like different types of successes and wealth that you never could have dreamed of
1: mm, it's true because i think people get so um i see this a lot so emotionally attached to money and parting with it in order to even if it's something that will better their lives better their business better the other people around them too and so one of the things that I know at impact school we helped you with is packaging all of what you do up into something which is of worth and is of value to other people so could you elaborate on how that process was because I know you had so many ideas like in your mind and in your brain that you wanted to give to people which is part of where that perfectionism came from yeah. So, yeah. Just like walk, walk us through that process and how it looked for you specifically working one on one with Michaela. Yeah. And um, yeah, we put good to hear.
0: So, so I think from the from from, one speaking to you and and like I said, letting my vulnerability and being, and I think the first part of any person is being, brutally honest with themselves. Like why? Like why do you want to do this? Because that will help you gain a bit more clarity when you're when you join and you start doing the program. Because sitting down with Michaela wasn't just a case of like how much money do you want to make and where do you want to be this that. It's more of a case of getting clarity on well who who is your audience? Because a lot of people are running after a pulse and a checkbook, and then ultimately when they're not getting those clients, well it's no shit show a lot because you're not going to save everyone. So. One being super clear on who your what I call is your perfect customer avatar, and when I was working with Michaela, it's really weird because when I started jotting all the stuff down, like not just demographics, but then going into the psychographics, I realised that the person I wanted to work with is people like <laughs> like myself, and it's that you now that lightbulb moment. You're like, what's this voodoo doo doo stuff you're doing with Michaela? I'm not I'm not used to this. <laughs> so for me, it's just first knuckling down, like who are you serving? And then what are you serving them? Because I think a lot of people get hung up on this. Oh, I'm a life coach, I'm a business coach, I'm, I'm a transformational coach, that's great. Now that put yourself in a, in a room, this is what Michaela was teaching me, put yourself in a room with all these networking marketers, all these people in this event, and you say the same thing, you're not gonna stand out. So having a super clear impact statement, which is, right, this is who I am, this is who I help, this is how I help them, and this is why. That was like, just like, like, everything I've learned before was like, what? And I had to do this, everything I've learned before on Google and YouTube and bloody everything else, I had to park all that to one side because I realized that I can't let old habits creep in. I had to come as almost like an, an infer or a toddler that you know doesn't know anything about business. So just going in, listening to your coach, finding out what your impact statement is because that ultimately leads to the next question, which is you want your customers to say, well, how do you do that? Or what do you mean by that? And then it leads on to, well, I'm glad you asked because then that way you can follow up. And that that for me makes conversations very easy. And since I've been using it, I kid you not, I literally stand out like a sore thumb. And, and it's really weird because then Chinese whiskers kick off. They're like, oh, dear, have you spoken to us, That's what he does. And it's a really good, so having a great impact st- impact statement that makes a clear message to your ideal customer, bang, that's perfect. But then, what are you gonna be offering them? So how are you gonna help them go from their undesired state to their desired state? Because I think a lot of people, this is what Michaela was teaching me was, you can teach people you know, the ways to get around it, but the problem that people are doing is they're telling them how to get to the end result and people are not gonna buy into that because they haven't experienced that. So it's a bit like you know, having a set of instructions on a, on, on a hair shampoo or something. There's a ways it tells you how to do something to get the best outcome. You've got to ingrain that into people. You've got to walk them through, handhold them through. Because if you feel like the person that can guide them through their journey of an undesired state to a desired state, guess what? You've already solved half their problems because now you're the go-to person. And stop calling yourself an expert. Another thing, you're not an expert, you're an authority. So treat yourself as a go-to person because my belief is an as an expert is someone that's going to be chasing a client. Whereas an authority pulls clients towards them. Like look at you know, for you for an example, you're definitely a person of authority in your industry, which is why you attract people like you, because your message hits very, very clear to your ideal audience, which is why it hit with me because I like there's no BS and you talk very lot about empathy. And this is where your values guide you as well because everything I'm talking about, it's everything I'm learning in, in the whole programme by the way. So it might sound a bit crazy but like, there is method to the madness. So, a lot of people are going in craziness and going in madness, but you've got to have methodology behind it. Otherwise, all you're going to be doing is chasing your tail, going on this hamster wheel, going round and round and not getting anywhere. But working with Michaela, it was very much like a systemized process. Well, look, let's start here. And we didn't go, we didn't move on to the next step until we got that very concreted. So, once we got the impact statement, we worked on the impact offer. Because ultimately, what got me stuck was I could speak to people, but then. I will fall down on what I'm actually offering them because if I'm insecure about how to help them, they're gonna feel insecure because, you know, this one, NLP, you've got mirroring and matching, right? If they feel uncertain about you, guess what they're gonna feel? Uncertain. So understanding that I'm super clear on what my offer is with the impact offer, and then also working with Michaela because this is what I talk about, you know, you can do stuff on your own, but having someone that understands and I've worked with different other people before they're, they're literally like collapsing the time frame and collapsing the hard work for you to actually do what you need to do so if, you know just like once again jumping on calls jumping on one-to-ones putting that communication like with all due respect I have been in part of other stuff before and what I've realized is that the support from the Impact School has just been like it's like a bloody godsend, if I'm being honest with you, because I can literally, like, I think just before now, I just sent uh, a slack to the team. I was like, what do you think about this video? Does this caption sound right? And it's just like, within like a couple, well, no, an hour, I think it was like 30 minutes or even 10 minutes, whereas other coaches, like, oh, I'll get round to it, I'm on holiday, or I'm doing this, and when I get, so it's it's just that having Michaela going, right, this is what you need to do, this is how you're gonna do it. Right, now we've got your impact offer, Let's get out and sell because that's the biggest thing of really, isn't it? Like, well, how do I go and sell? And how do I do this? And it's and it's someone going, do you know what? It's fine, man. Like version one is better than version none. Get out there, start doing stuff because that's ultimately gonna get over your procrastination. It's gonna get over your fear and the small steps, right? <laughs> and that's what, so then, and i tell you what, <laughs> and one thing on the Pam she called me on my bullshit all the time. <laughs> she's like, she's like, um, and she said it so like gracefully as well. She's like. I get you, but I don't like it. Let's just let's just, let's just do it this way. <laughs> so, but I need that, right? Because sometimes we tell all these little bullshit stories to ourselves, and we're like just in this cocoon and we're not going to do what we want to do. So once you've got the impact statement, you've got super clarity on, on your offer and what you're going to be, you know, providing to the solution you're going to be providing to your ideal customers is get out there and start you know, posting, start engaging, and not just engaging with your audience, but also what about other audiences? And just understanding how to position yourself by giving value first, and then almost helping people with just like little snippets, because they get a little value of these little snippets. Ultimately, they're gonna be inclined to go, well, what more can I learn from this person? What other stuff is this person teaching? So what I realized actually was once again, having this framework in place, but actually get out there and just doing it and speaking to customers. And what I realized is that it's, it's a numbers game. You have to go out there and not thinking that, I speak to one person, boom, I'm gonna close one person. I don't think any person, even the greatest salespeople in this world can't do that. But what you can understand is that the more people you speak to, the more chance of people knowing about you, hearing about you, understanding how you can help them with their problems, and guess what? Closing them, because what I realized then, once again, Michaela talks, and this is what you talked about, is this doctor frame. You are the doctor that has a solution to their problems. All you need to do is show them what they need, and then go tell them where to dispense it. Because what they're gonna go and do, right, this is what you need to do, this is how you're gonna dispense it, and then, once they dispense it, then you need to teach them because this is now the onboarding part because now you've got them into your program. The onboarding part is, well, this is what you'd now need to do next for the next seven days. You need to take this tablet three times a day, etc., etc., etc. People, this is what I realized and this is what I love about impact school. Maybe you don't realize as well, but it's the whole 360 from the point of first initial contact, going all the way through and handholding someone because what you're learning is fundamental parts of business where you don't really learn anywhere else. And it's that, remember, focus, accountability, and support. You got those three, I kid you not, people will just want to work with you because now they feel safe. They almost feel like camaraderie. this whole army approach. So with me, it was Michaela, one, having a, a great mentor, <laughs> and then two, hand-holding me and guiding me through each step. And then when I'm a little bit confused because we do sometimes get confused and we do have these bad days Michaela will just go like Hodge where are you at I haven't seen you in a couple of days and I was like that little touch meant a lot because it shows someone cares and then reaching out to her she goes okay let's get back onto track what do we need to do next how do we do this but how do we do it with a plan and a process in place so that's when I realized that this is what I was missing which is a proven framework of going from here to there, but then now that you've reached that part, one thing I learned at the Impact School is that there's so much more to it that I've never learned before. So thank you, because not only has it made me a better human being, it's almost maybe a better business mentor and a better business coach, and just an all-round person that can understand how to help people overcome problems by packaging it all up and going, here's what you need. So that for me was the biggest thing about Impact School.
1: Oh my gosh, this is literally warming my heart. And I wanted to say as well, thank you for sharing that too from your perspective, because I remember when I joined a bunch of different programs in my entrepreneurial journey, I'd actually done some calculations the other day and I've spent more than 600K on coaching, consulting and so on and so forth. And certain of that money is from programs. And I had always, Felt like when i joined that i was kind of like a a number inside of a community or something and there was obviously like you can get these little nuggets from these things that make all the difference and that makes it worth it but i know for in the validate phase as we call it at impact school where you're at working towards those first 10 15 even 20k months having that one-on-one is like so fundamental because Mm -hmm. these are the moments in which you probably don't have entrepreneurial friends around you and if you do, maybe you're at more of an earlier phase than them, so some of the things that they're doing is not necessarily like too relatable. And what you say there, you know, having someone along your side who truly cares about you, we truly care. And that's exactly why we feel it's so important to have one-on-one at any time that you like. And I'm very happy to hear the speed of response that you're getting from my team. That's good. That's very, <laughs> very good. Um, because, you know, it, it's like when you're sat there working on some copy or for example for like a landing page or for like some some money-making messaging method script or something and you're like oh my gosh is this any good and you're questioning yourself and you're googling and trying to figure it all out it's like is this right and then now Mm -hmm. you can just get feedback like that and i wanted to ask you because you mentioned that you had done some other programs what's the biggest difference between impact school versus other courses and programs that you've done in the past
0: You remember GCSEs right if you so
1: <laughs> Actually, that like the only time in my life where I had like really done well in exams so I studied three <laughs> for those
0: well I was absolute crap at school so <laughs> well I'm from the roughnecks but what I mean by that is you, you've managed to make imagine like a pizza so if you try putting a whole pizza in your mouth it's going to be hard to eat you right But what you've done is you've taken each module and you've cut them up into slices. And then even with them, you've gone, well, we're going to make it easier for yourself to digest this information. We're not just going to give you slices. We're actually going to cut those slices into smaller chunks. See that as opposed to giving someone like, and this is one thing I've learned as well, because I've always been taught, you know, provide so much value and give so much value, create these hour long videos, hour and a half long videos. When actually you're like, well, look at the common person, how much, like stick time do they have? Not a lot, so show them what the biggest outcome is. So from what I've learned from modeling and just looking at the way Impact School does, it's digestible chunk sizes where you can retain information a lot easier. But more importantly, it's just everything's an open book. Like nothing's hidden, everything's full transparent, clarity, you open up everything. Well, you want this? You've got this, here it is, On um, like the way you've done Everything in the whole school is just, everything you need is all there. Even if you had no coaches and the whole support mechanism, I know I still would achieve the same successes in my business if I just had everything in there. It might take me just a little time longer, but I still know that I've got all the systems, I've got all the information I need, I've got all the paperwork. But I think that's one thing, it's true testament to you actually, because when you see yourself on social media and you're posting stuff, that transparency that you see and that honesty and integrity, Shines throughout the whole program. So, having that, and then also, um, oh, the biggest thing I'd say is this, this whole mechanism that you built, this whole support system. Like, honestly, that for me has realized why Impact School does really well. The response times and actually giving a shit about your clients and actually heartfelt give shits, like, and really trying to help them to overcome their problems. No matter how hard, how much ball ache I might give Michaela, she's always there with a smile and just helping me along the journey. So I mean that in the most nicest possible way. So it's, you've, you've done everything in such an easy way to digest that information with big impact, but also this support system, like I've never experienced it. So for that for me was bah, as many thumbs up as I, fingers up and toes up I can give, so love that.
1: That's so amazing to hear, Hajj. And I was going to say, just, I guess, as a piece of golden nugget for anyone or, or even for myself, the reason why my team are so incredible is because I only hire on values. And so when I'm hiring, and honestly, Nor handles the hiring process, I do yeah. final stage interviews, but the biggest thing that she's looking out for on the very first interview that she does with any potential people that we're bringing onto the team is she'll ask questions, not like directly, right? But she'll ask, she calls them situational um, testing questions, Hmm. which then allows you to see how will people act in a created situation. And the way that they say that they would act gets them to reveal what their true values are, right? So as an example, like, let's just say, she might say if we were hiring a new growth consultant slash coach, however you want to call it, like okay so let's just say um the situation is that you have two clients messaging on slack one of the clients is in a situation whereby they just got off a sales call and they're really really stressed because the person on the sales call said that they're a scammer and that they're really bad at what they do and that they're clearly not good and, and this person has like two hundred thousand followers on instagram and they're saying that they're going to write negative uh, questions and then another situation could be like an existing client has just said that they want a refund because they're not happy with the service, etc., etc., etc. Like, which one are you going to prioritize? Which client are you going to go for first? And so, in that moment, you then get to see how the person who you're on the interview with would act, right? Hmm. And like, it's neither right nor wrong, right? Because everyone listening to this now will have a specific answer that they'll want. It's just that the values will come out through somebody's answer so one of the potential recruits could say like oh well I would go for the existing client you should always put a client in front of a uh a well they're both clients but I say I would go for the the client of mine which has a problem with their client because you should always put client stuff first right whereas other people would say well there's more risk on the person that's going to post on social media so we should help that client first so it just gets you to see which which the person that you're talking to values a lot, right? So hopefully that analogy makes sense. Um, yeah. But sorry, go ahead, go ahead.
0: Now I was going to say, and this is another thing that I've loved about this as well with yourself, Noor and AC and, and Kitty and the rest of the team, is that um, what people don't realize, I um, hope you don't mind me saying, is that the the extra value that you get, so with Noor jumping on these calls and just breaking down, like what impact school are doing. This is what I think is really good, is because you're keeping your clients in your line of vision and showing you where you're going to, because I believe in, the, in a one way linear forward direction, which is if you're going that way, let your, let your customers and clients know that's where you're going as well, and opening up about, so stuff that and like what you'd saw about, like um, a team, um, also, what things are working? What things aren't working? What have you seen that's happening with the industries? These are all insights. Like, even to point out, most entrepreneurs, even I've even seen successful business owners do this. They are the business, so when something goes wrong, it impacts them personally, professionally, and financially. What I've done here is I've started to start thinking as if I'm already uh, a seven-figure business owner, and I really start to go well. What do I need? So what I've actually started doing a delegation task, which is like we've been taught. So what takes me longer than half an hour, an hour? How can I outsource that out? How can I move that out? Because my time is precious. I've got to treat it as a commodity, so I can grow the business. And that's something that is is part of the course, but not really. But you can only get this when you when you or Nura or the team are actually breaking it down. And you're like, ah, that makes sense. So those little those little ah moments, they're like. That's perfect because now it's gearing my mindset to start going, well, I can't do this on my own, so what do I need to start doing to implement a team to help me drive this forward? So my mindset has been elevated and that's thanks to everything that we that you're teaching and we're learning here.
1: That's amazing. And I wanted to ask quickly and this is okay. So what are some of the things that you stopped doing when you came into impact school that in the past you were spending a good amount of
0: um, perfection, that's definitely one of them. Um, making the, listening and making the right choices. I think so, perfection, getting rid of that because nothing's gonna be perfect. You you learn as you go along. That's something I've learned. Um, just like I said, those steps as well and learning from them. Because one thing that you, we I think one thing that you've taught us here is that you've reduced the amount of failure, but everyone has different types of failures or but failures are lessons in disguise, but as long as you're failing forwards, that's the right direction, but you, you've got to learn. And then the other thing, it's um, honestly just get out and start doing it. And I think the biggest thing for me was because I wasn't getting out, I wasn't doing it, I wasn't learning the, the money-making methods and, and you know actually going out there and learning how to position myself. I started getting desperate and when emotions are high intelligence is low so when you're desperate you start doing stupid things hence the reason i always say in life you have we always have choices to start making the right one so now that i've know i've pushed desperation aside i've started learning and understanding and implementing because really on the biggest thing i can say is just get out there and do and so stop thinking start doing and start seeing what happens i guarantee you it feels uncomfortable at first, but this is the whole great thing, is that you're stretching yourself out of this comfort zone that we're all in, right? some of us. Even you know, where I was before, like even to now, I'm thinking, well, am I getting a bit comfortable? Maybe I need to up my game, where am I now? And I'll go back to the team and saying, this is what I need to do. So for me, really, it's just getting out there and doing stuff, stop striving for perfection, and understand that you're gonna learn as you go along this process because the next thing I'm learning now is how to start growing and scaling. So yeah, th- those are the things that I've, I've been able to understand with more clarity because I've understood it before, but the way you teach it here is totally different. It's, that's why I love what I learned here.
1: That's awesome. And what are some things that we could actually even improve at Impact School to make it even better?
0: Well, wow, that's a hard one. <laughs> um, in honesty, I think maybe it's oh, a good question that is. That's really, because I, for me, I've, I feel that you give so much value. So maybe what it could be is that when people starting to hit maybe that 10K mark is maybe just start saying, well, here's a really good way of maybe scaling up to that 20 or 30, but in the quickest way so you can stop work. Because there's maybe that little lull period I'm thinking, well, when do I start actually bringing a team on? When do I actually start outsourcing? How do I actually start bringing the right team in? Or those sort of things. So maybe there's like something in there which can give people just a bit more certainty where it goes, well, you don't need to everything yourself. But honestly, some of the stuff I've been learning, I think makes perfect sense. But maybe because I haven't got there yet, I am maybe trying to afford things. So maybe that's what I would say just but that's a that's a bloody that's a great problem to have to say well i want to scale from 10 to 30 or something like that so how's that a problem
1: <laughs> i love it and but that's amazing feedback so yeah we'll definitely implement that honestly this is amazing feedback because my aim is to always be able to foresee problems which you don't even yet see and like i see some of those but maybe it's that gap in between yeah like the 10 to 20 whereby pretty much the thing that you need to actually keep doing is just doing what you were already doing <laughs> honestly <laughs> <And> <laughs> once you get to that point it kind of just becomes like a snowball and as yeah, long yeah. as well in your own mind like are willing to actually accept that you are now very very successful in business it is time to actually keep up this momentum and not hmm. ever allow any sort of subconscious self-sabotage to step in right as you said like yeah sometimes a bit, uh, a bit, right. and that's actually very normal at that stage because, as well, usually, sometimes sorry, usually the network around you hasn't caught up with the level of growth that you've had, as well. In business,
0: mm, yes, I agree, that's I agree,
1: important.
0: that's important, yeah. And I think, I think that makes, I think that's true as well because even where I'm in part of the community, you can, and that's what I love as well, that you learn from other people's experiences as well. so that's what I mean, whereas other places, is, once again, I, I don't mean to badmouth other people I've been on, but it's more like, no, no, this is your bracket. You you can't really speak to anyone in, in the next tier up or that tier up because they're over here. If you want to get in there, you have to invest X amount and then not understanding. well, how do I get there? And if it's just a few little things that you can just show me, that will help me to make those little quick wins to get up into that, into that momentum, then great. But here, I think that's what I mean. The transparency, the integrity, the honesty is always there. So. For me, I, I can't fault stuff. So that's a true testament to you for creating such a great program. Um, so yeah, I love
1: it. I appreciate that, Hajj. So guys, if you want to see some really good IG reels as well, you guys have to follow harsh It's just, what is your username at Success Unmasked, right?
0: That's the one, Success Unmasked.
1: Okay, cool. Yeah, guys, go check him out. I swear, like this, is your your content, I love it. And by the way, how does your camera look so good? Do you have a special phone or something?
0: No, just like bang, man. Just it. It's just an iPhone? Just an iPhone. Front camera phone. And not even the back one as well. The front. I'll tell you what it is. Lighting.
1: Lighting. Okay. Oh, Always in front light. of.
0: Yeah? In natural front light. Yeah? Of- mm-hmm. and natural light. And, and there's one of the bloody ring light things.
1: Ah, the ring light. Okay, you're using a ring light. Okay, that's it. That's it. I just, I just have with a ring light and you know, so maybe that's what I need. I need to get like a portable ring light for myself. Um, okay, cool. And and Hosh, what, what is it exactly you would say is for anyone who is maybe like <clears throat> considering joining Impact School, like what are some of the things that you thought about before you joined in order to actually make the decision? um that may help them think about it right and actually decide whether this is going to be the right thing for them or not
0: so a lot of people the fact that they're having conversations know that this is something that they want to do or they need to do right so i'm talking from my own experience so i knew with everything that you've been posting online because i've been following you for a little while you know clubhouse and everything gone before so um i have been following you for a while and I'd seen what you have been doing and I've seen the results that you're getting from other people. You've just got to tune into yourself. One, stop listening to people that are not even in this journey with you because a lot of people listen to, going back to what you said before, right? You're like, oh, you're listening to other people. Well, if you're in the blind about what you need to do and then you're speaking to people that don't want to do so, they're in the blind. It's the blind leading the blind. So how the bloody hell are you gonna actually do anything or get anywhere? So what you need to do is remove yourself from those sort of people. Understand that it's about you. So when I was doing this, it was like, what do I need? I know this, and it's, as hard as it is, you've got to think about, if they say, if nothing changes, nothing changes, right? Bullshit. Because in my experience, when nothing changes, it only gets worse. You start getting more into desperation. You start getting into bigger debts. You start losing a lot more money. So the cost of actually not joining a program or investing into someone helping you get to where you want to get to and the bloody results speak for themselves. So if people are talking about it, listen. And I think a lot of people don't want to listen. They they just, they're here, but they don't actually listen. So for me, it was, I know this is the right thing I need to do. Have a really good conversation with yourself and understand that if you're in a position where you know that you need to do this, your future self will thank you for it, just like I have.
1: Awesome, Haj Thank you so much for coming on Impact School podcast today. Again, guys, success unmasked on Instagram. And if, as you're listening to this, you feel like you might be interested in joining Impact School, then just reach back out to whoever it was that you were speaking to before or send a DM over to my Instagram saying success then I will know that you came from this podcast episode. Um, you can also message on LinkedIn as well see if it's going to be a good fit we are pretty selective about who we do work with just so you know so it really does no harm in asking then someone from my team if we feel it's a good fit they will invite you to come on to an interview um, to see if this could be something which we can then support you with in getting those results. So Haj, any final words that you'd like to leave with our audience here today?
0: Yeah, can I ask a question to you? Yeah, go ahead. What would Lauren now? What could Lauren now learn from Child Lauren?
1: <laughs> that is a good question, and this one I say is actually it's probably quite simple for me. And I'd say that you're you're safe. I would just say like you are you're you're totally safe. Because I think as a child, like, I always felt very, very protected and from my parents. And then I think as you kind of enter into the world, you get dragged into, like, different thoughts and different situations, different business problems or personal problems where you can maybe feel like you're, you're not in a, in a safe position. And I think knowing with certainty, yeah, that I am safe, that's that's really probably the most powerful.
0: That's what's a testament to the Impact School. You feel safe like I have. So thank you.
1: That's amazing. (laughs) Thank you so much, Hajj. This has been great. And uh, I've loved interviewing you. I think your story is really powerful. And um, yeah, if anyone wants your help as well, they can DM you over on IG, right? Of course
0: they can. If they've got any questions as well, they can fire out to me and I'm more than happy to give them what they need.
1: Awesome. Thank you.
0: Thank you for having me, Lauren. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you.